Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Welcome back to another exciting, riveting, and informative Talking Lamar. (laughs) In this episode, I'm giving you a heads up on the movies that are coming out in the first half of 2024. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Sorry, I forgot what I was talking about. What are you talking about? I am talking to you. That's just what I was talking about. It's Talking Lamar. You know... We've got all of the strikes and all this stuff out of the way. Everybody's back to work, and we're fixing to start seeing some movies. Probably going to take them a little while to catch up, but there's already some stuff planned uh, for early 2024. We're going to start off in January with Mean Girl. Now, this is not a straight remake of the 2004 comedy, but it is also written by the very talented Tina Fey, who, who did write the original. This is an adaptation of the stage musical Mean Girls, which came from the original film. Now, Anguri Rice, she plays the new girl, uh, Katie, and Renee Rapp plays the boss Mean Girl, Regina George. And January is traditionally when studios put out the movies that they have pretty low hopes for. But I keep thinking it's Tina Fey. She's a genius, and I'm hoping for good things. We're just going to have to see. It's I get two messages on this. I, I expect that it would be good, but why would they release it in January if it's going to be top notch? That's that's my only concern. I, I like the original Mean Girls. Did you like it, Sherry? I loved it. I thought it was really yeah. smart and really clever and brilliantly cast and. I'm like, God, Amy Poehler is so fantastic as the cool mm. mom. Like, everything about it is so good. I, It's one of those movies where I don't know that I want you messing with it. Yeah. Like, well, don't, don't bring me Clueless 2024, right? Like, there's certain movies. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. can we just leave it? But that said, I'm ready to be wrong about this one. I'm ready for this one to be amazing. How about you? I just... I just find it hard to believe that Tina Fey is going to be involved with something that's not going to be good. I, I mean, she knows what kind of bar she set with the first one, so I'm trusting her judgment on this. I, I, I don't know. Um, there's another one coming out in February, Argyle. Uh, Matthew Vaughn, who directed The Kingsman, he's got another action comedy spy movie. And Bryce Dallas Howard stars as a writer who the plots of her novels are matching the crimes of this underworld crime syndicate. And it's it's getting to be where everything she writes is coming up. 
and it's up to super spy Sam Rockwell to save her cat uh, because it's been taken hostage. And, and again, this is a February movie. That's an, that's an, January and February. That's the months when they dump these movies that, that they're not sure of. But I love Sam Rockwell. I think he has a wide range. Bryce Dallas Howard, love her too. And The Kingsman, I've enjoyed all of those movies. Um, I've seen the trailer and I'm intrigued. But maybe the best parts are on the trailer. But I really like oh. the premise. I'm just hoping it won't suck. I don't know if you've seen the trailer of this. There's a backpack that's got the little bubble on it where the cat's in it, you know, and she's carrying the cat everywhere she goes. It, it's, it, it looks funny, but I don't know. Uh, another one that, come, that comes out in February is uh, Madam Webb. Dakota Johnson is in this, and she plays the New York City para, uh, paramedic, and she becomes clairvoyant after she has an accident, so she's able to foresee the future, and so she's got to protect these three young women from this mysterious adversary who wants to kill them, and this is all part of the Spider-Man franchise, like Venom and Morbius, so there is a spider connection. It's just not plain what it is. And I think the spider verse is getting a little crowded. Morbius hey, was a dud. If I have an injury and now I can predict the future, I'm going to walk <laughs> myself over to the gas station and predict yes. me the Powerball. And y'all are going to have to protect yourself from the villain or the spider or whatever. I mean, that was my first <laughs> thought when you said this. I agree. I agree. We'll be back with more. We are so excited about Bob and Sherry Premium. Well-marbled, juicy, and always fresh with loads of behind-the-scenes photos and videos, exclusive content including our classic chat room calls and our best-of CDs. And best of all, it's just $4.99 a month. BobandSherry.com slash premium. And one more comment on this, this Madam Web thing, and, and I've read a bunch on it. It's just very confusing. I don't know why the Spider-Man universe has become other things. Spider-Man, if you don't have web shooting out of your wrist, I don't need you in this. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I just think they're, they're just getting carried away with that. So I've just got a really bad feeling about that one. Now, one I don't have a bad feeling about comes out in March. Dune Part Two. Yeah. See, yes. I, have you read the books? Have you read all the Dune books? I have read all the books like five times. And um, I saw the old Dune with Kyle MacLachlan and the new Dune with Timothy Chalamet. The new Dune, the, the, the design of the movie, the effects, the, the planet, the sandworms. Oh, Rebecca Ferguson is the mother with the witchy powers. Oh, Timothy Chalamet is a great Paul Atreides. I was not thrilled to see Oscar Isaac go, but I'm never thrilled to see Oscar Isaac go in a movie. The yeah. only problem I had with it was it was three hours long <sighs> and it was only like the first four pages of the book. So I'm a little <laughs> worried about Dune too. See, I was always intimidated by the whole Dune thing and I just never got into it. But man, I really loved the first movie. Um, and part two has added a few additional stars Florence Pugh and Christopher Walken to mention two of them. And there's more, but that right there tells me they're headed in the right direction. And if you have not seen the first one, don't go to this. 
until you see the first one. Because if you don't, you're going to be totally lost. I mean, and I thought I was going to be lost in the first one, but they did a really good job for those of us that have not read the book. Uh, I think it's a bigger challenge for them to please people like you that have read the books. So if you said you were okay with it, then that's pretty good. But I'm just saying, anybody yeah. else, you've got to watch the first one first. You have to watch the first one. If you go into the second Dune movie, having never read the books or watched the first one, you're going to come out of the second Dune movie shaking and with a headache. Like you're just yeah. not going to yeah, get it's, it it's, at all. It's going to make no sense whatsoever. I, but you oh. know, Lamar, I, in all fairness, I'm not, I don't know how, and I said this when I, after I saw the Dune movie with Timothy Chalamet, and when the credits were rolling, I said, I don't know how someone who hasn't read the Dune books, I don't know what they made of what just happened in these last two hours. So you saw it. Were you able, I saw it. It seemed to me like if you didn't know about, you know, the Spice and uh, the Benny Gesserit and, and Paul's Destiny and Cheney, I mean, if you didn't kind of know what the what was, that had to look like one dry, dusty, boring movie with not much dialogue. Well, and at first I thought that's what it was going to be, but I caught on to the to the stuff and I got the gist of it and the story. I mean, it good. was, it, good, was good. Good. it was good, and I'm looking forward to the second one. Now, we've got a horror movie coming out in March, uh, Imaginary. Bloomhouse Productions, they have done some great horror movies, Insidious, uh, Sinister, and The Unforgettable Get Out. Um, Imaginary oh, is about nice. a woman who moves back to her childhood home with her family. Then she discovers that her stepdaughter has become attached to this stuffed bear that she found in the basement. And of course, this bear is possessed and it starts to tell her how to play different games. And those games become more and more dangerous. And I don't mind a good horror movie, but an evil possessed teddy bear, that's really, really creepy. I've got a feeling this may do well you know, in the horror world. I'm not excited about seeing it myself, but it looks really Lamar. creepy. Like you, I'm not the biggest horror movie. Like I like suspense and I like sci-fi yeah. and I like spooky, but like straight up horror, not so much. It gives me bad dreams. But you, you, as soon as you got to her stepdaughter and the teddy bear, I was oh. looking on Fandango for a ticket. Like that just <laughs> spoke to me. Yeah, it's going to be something to this. Now, uh, here's a here's another one that's coming. This March is when everything starts to come out that, that everybody's banking on. Kung Fu Panda 4. Normally, when you say four on anything, my, my eyes start to roll back in my head. But if the first three were any indication, this one should also be great if you like animation. But Jack Black is amazing as the voice of this fat panda who is a martial arts master. It's just... God, his voice and his attitude, it's just fantastic. And in this one, the other voices are done by Angelina Jolie, Jackie Chan, Seth Rogen, Lucy Liu, Dustin Hoffman, and David Cross, to name just a few of them. And I've never been disappointed by any one of these movies. My expectations are high. If I'm flipping through the channels and I come up on that, I just sort of settle in and finish it out. I just... I like it. Jack Black has just really made this great. I really, I really like it. I like it a lot. 
So, Lamar, don't you often think when, um, and I had forgotten there was a Kung Fu Panda 3. I, I knew yeah. about Kung Fu Panda 2. I forgot about Kung Fu Panda 3. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, when, you're, when you're looking at these um, animated movies with these literal Academy Award winning and nominated yes. all-star cast of voices, isn't there this part of you that goes, being cast as the voice of a talking lemur or whatever is the greatest yes. job an actor could get. I, like, it's got to be mean, the best. Yes. I mean, I can't imagine how much fun that is. I mean, oh my gosh. And I just, I, they've just done such a great job with that. And they, they seem to not run out of stories. So I think it's going to be good. And a lot now, of those is, actors like doing those movies because they have children that are of age to see some of those movies. That's why you find yes, a lot of them have those children. Yeah, and that way they can hear their voice in it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they do. You know, they love that. Um, here's one. That, oh my gosh. Arthur the King. Now, this movie is based on a true story about a man who befriends a stray dog during his journey to win the Adventure Racing World Championship. This is a treacherous 435 mile endurance race through the Dominican Republic. Now, there are a lot of things that make this movie a winner. First off, Mark Wahlberg. That's number one. Number two, a dog. Number three, <laughs> it's not a Disney movie, so the dog would probably not die. Okay? Because <laughs> the we, Carl, Carl, my wife Carl and I are sitting in the theater, and we're, we're watching some previews, and we see the previews for this. And so when we see the dog, Carl goes, oh, my gosh, you got to find out if this dog dies because I'm not coming. I say, up, 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 up. It's not a Disney movie. Dog's got a good chance. If it's a Disney movie, Dog's dead at the end. I mean, I'm just sorry. Disney will kill a dog. They won't even think about it, okay? But this does not seem to be one of those. But when I'm watching the trailers, it's like I'm sitting there wanting to cry. I can't imagine what I'll do during the movie. Oh, my gosh. Because this dog befriends them, and he goes on the whole 435 miles with them. And it's based on a true story. I've got, when it comes time to see the movie, there, I'm going to do some uh, research because I really want to know how close it is to being true. But evidently, hey, it just looks great. Listen, yeah. I hear everything you're saying about Disney and dogs. I am a dog lover, but I'm also somebody's mom. I don't dare make eye contact with anything Disney because you, if you think there's one thing they'll kill off quicker than they'll oh! kill off the dog, <laughs> yeah. it's the mom. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The you got mom's no right chance. there at it. I don't care if it's a movie, a cartoon, a sitcom on the Disney Channel. Mom, you're not going to be needed here. Out with the dog you go. Because so, yeah. there's nothing there's nothing greater than a vulnerable creature that's mother has just died. Oh, I yeah. Mean, there's the, yeah, that's the basic What a plot point. Yeah. All right. Ghostbusters. Frozen Empire. Not a lot of details about this sequel other than Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, Dan Ancroyd, Annie Potts, Paul Rudd. All are in it. So the star power is there. The question is, what about the storyline? Okay. I, I'm very hopeful, but cautiously so. I've seen the I'm trailer. Just... And, and and so what, what's happening is the city is frozen. That's what the, the, the premise yeah. of the movie is that they're yeah. going to try to fix. I saw the last one, and I really liked it. 
I mean, it's. I thought they did okay because it was the kids, and I thought they did good. I thought. I mean, it was. Um, you know, it was. It was. It was good. I wouldn't say that it was all oh, the most fabulous thing I've ever seen, but they were true to the story, and I thought they yep. did a really good job with it. And I am in great anticipation of this movie, and I think it's going to be good. I really do. Uh, I'm just saying, don't mess it up, please. Do not mess it up. It's, it doesn't have to be over the moon. Just if it's as good as the last one. I'm very satisfied because yeah. I thought the last one was good. Now, this coming out here, this is called Mickey 17. And a South Korean director, Bong Joon-ho, is making this movie. And it's based on a sci-fi novel, Mickey 7. Now, I know how you are about sci-fi. Have you read this book, Sherry? No, but I'd like to. It's on my list. It's in my pile. Well, this one stars Robert Pattinson, and he is a disposable employee, which, while on a mission to colonize this distant world, he dies, but he gets regenerated every time he dies. And every time he does this, he keeps all of the memories from each life in each mission. I'm sorry, mission. And it also has Mark Ruffalo in it. But I got to be honest, I'm not having a desire to see this because I'm just worn out thinking about what's going on in this movie. And Mark Ruffalo looks like he's about to cry if he's in a comedy. I can't imagine what he's going to be like with all this going on. I mean, oh, my gosh. I mean, this is a lot. You keep dying over and over and you keep remembering everything. I I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I love Mark Ruffalo, but you ain't wrong. He does have the saddest basset hound eyes. Oh, my yes. Like when he gets ready to turn into the Hulk, he's like, oh, God, we'll be the Hulk. I mean, stop. I mean, oh, my God. Now, this is what I'm looking for. Godzilla and King Kong, the new empire. These are the two greatest kaiju, which in Japanese means giant monsters. They are back for round two in the follow-up to Godzilla vs. Kong in 2021. Now, it looks like in this movie they're going to be allies instead of enemies. Um, and you can watch this other one. I think it's maybe streaming streaming on uh, Prime. You can watch the first one in 2021 if you want to catch up because uh, they have a big battle between them, but evidently they sorted this all out. And both will face this colossal, undiscovered threat, and it's a threat that neither one of them could handle alone. Now, listen, I love a Godzilla movie. I mean, I loved them when it was terrible with the guy in the costume kicking over cardboard. I loved it then, and I love it now. And Godzilla and a big monkey on an action scene, I got to see it. This is popcorn movie watching at its finest. I'm looking forward to this. Now, here's something in May, depending on how old you are and how far you go back in TV, The Fall Guy. I love this show in the mid-'80s starring Lee Majors. The, uh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. it? You remember it? It was very light on plot, and it was heavy on smart-ass dialogue and action. Okay? And I just, I loved it. Now, should it be made into a movie? Only if the right director and the right actors are involved. Good news. David Leach, who directed John Wick, Atomic Blonde, and Deadpool 2, is directing Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in this movie. I don't need to say anything else. That's uh, it. Yeah, I'm, if you've yeah, got I'm him done. directing these two people, this is going to be fantastic. And Take Lee Majors is going ticket. to be in it. it Lee, yeah. Lee Majors is going to be a cameo in it. 
So, oh yeah, yeah. There's this. There's no way to miss with that director and these two actors. No, no, no. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. Here's one that I know Max will love, and and you too, and maybe even Bob. Back to Black. This is a biopic of Amy Winehouse oh. and about her life and her rise to fame and leading up to the release of her album, Back to Black. Uh, Marisa Abella plays Winehouse. This should be really interesting, but at the same time, probably heartbreaking. Um, it has been made with the approval and support of Amy Winehouse's family. So I don't know. It's, it's now, probably going to be a the, tough story to watch. Is the, is the um, actor playing Amy going to sing or are they going to like lip sync and use Amy's original music? What do you know? I, I, I don't, don't know. I, 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 there's very little bit of stuff out about it at this point that I could find. Uh, but the, the uh, documentary that they did about nine years ago was wonderful. Uh, it was, was it? I think it was just called Amy. And of course it was a documentary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm very interested to see what they do with that because I, I love that album by her and really have become a fan and was very heartbroken at her passing. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that should be, that should do really, really well. Now there's another one coming out. If I, if this is a joint project of John Krasinski and Ryan Reynolds, Krasinski wrote this fantasy comedy about a young girl who learns that she has the ability to see imaginary friends. That's what the IF stands for. IF, imaginary friends. Both Reynolds and Krasinski are starring in the movie, along with the voices of Matt Damon, Steve Carell, Emily Blunt, Aquafina, and, and a whole lot more. The trailer looks amazing. I think this is going to be huge. I cannot wait. This looks so, so, so good. John Krasinski, have you, I'll have tell you, you what, he's awesome. Oh, hmm. Have you, as you've been looking at the movies that are coming out ahead, do you have a gut feeling like, yep, this is going to be the one. This is going to be the big box office, or this is going to be the big <sighs> awards contender. Are you getting that feeling yet? I think, I think if is going to be big as far as selling stuff because the imaginary creatures, you know, are going to be all kinds of, it will be perfect toys, perfect stuff. I, I think it's going to be big. I do. And I, I would be surprised if, um, the one with Mark Wahlberg with the dog, I'm, I'm going to be surprised if that doesn't do really, really well because he has really, He's, it's Mark Wahlberg a and a dog. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's a perfect hard, it's hard comedy. I'm glad to see Vince Vaughn. Or, yeah, Vince Vaughn getting some work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's one I think will. It's got a lot to stand up against. Uh, Futurosa, a Mad Max saga. Ooh. George Miller is back to direct another Mad Max movie. This is a prequel that tells the story of Furiosa's kidnapping and her rise through Immortan Joe's ranks. Now, in this in case this is confusing to people, Charlize Theron played the older Furiosa in Mad Max Fury Road. And that movie was unbelievable. In this movie, the young Furiosa is played by Anya 
Taylor Joy. Oh. I mean, come on. Say no more. Yeah. Again, right? This is and, another and, one of those where it's just say no more. And, and if people don't know, she was in, in Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit, yeah. And then she and, was in the, uh, the, oh gosh, the movie about the restaurant. Menu. Menu. She was in Menu. Yeah. Yeah. If that's not enough, her co-star is Chris Hemsworth. Oh. So. What a nightmare for her to have to work with him. <laughs> yeah. oh. But you know what? She's a professional. She's a professional. She, she can make herself do it. She can. She can. Now, here's one I'm saying right now. I I will be shocked if anything comes out of this. Another Garfield movie. I, I, I don't know how this is going to go. Chris oh. Pratt. Chris Pratt is voicing Garfield. Samuel L. Jackson will be the voice of Vic, Garfield's father. Hmm. Now, that's a good cast to start with. I don't know what the plot is, but so far, there has never been what you would consider a successful Garfield movie. They, they've tried to make this a and, franchise. And yet, and yet, they keep on trying. They won't Lamar, stop. When gir- my girls were little, I took them to see Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties. And I, oh, you know what? I, I try to not have, like, you try to live with as few regrets as possible. You know, you just do your best, and today's a new day. But I will never get that time back. Oh, and, my God. And it, I can't even say, but, you know, I sat there in the theater with my little girls because um, the movie was so wretched that all of the children in the theater were up and dancing around in front of the screen and not even looking at it. Yeah. And all of the yeah. all of the parents were like, Oh, what is this going to be over? It was so bad. I can't believe they're doing another one. This is one of those things where every comic strip can't be a movie. Okay. Every comic strip. can Listen, if they didn't make an Andy Cap movie, there's no point in making a Garfield movie. I mean, I, I, honestly, I mean, come on. Now, boy, I've reached back for Andy Cap. Nobody knows. There's nobody listening to this that knows who Andy Cap is. He's one of my favorites, Andy Cap. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> That's going back. Okay, now June, June's a big month. June's a big month. Ballerina. This is the first spinoff film of the John Wick universe. And it stars Anna DeArmas as one of the female assassins that is trained by the Rusca Roma, the criminal organization that's headed by Angelica Houston. And you get a glimpse of this in the John Wick chapter three. This will be another revenge movie. And since it will be set between the events of chapter three and chapter four, Keanu Reeves will appear. And until they finally make a John Wick movie that is anything but fabulous, I'm going to say by all means, go see it. They're going to have to make a bad one. Hadn't made one yet. Now, we'll find out what happens with this. I don't know. If this goes well, there's no limit to what they can do. I don't know. It just depends. How could there be a bad... The only way you've got a bad John Wick movie is if they recast John Wick and it's not Keanu. If it's yeah. not Keanu Reeves, like, it's not John Wick, right? How yeah. could... How? Yeah. It, what other way could there be a bad John Well, Wick? like I say, I think he's going to be in it, but he's not going to be big time in it. So this is all going to be on uh, her shoulders to to run this thing. So I don't know. I'm looking forward to it because they seem to know what they're doing. We're going to give it a chance, it. Lamar, because we're not oh, fair yeah. weather fans. That's oh, no, no. I'm in. Happen. I'm in until it just sucks. Now, here's one I didn't expect. 
Bad Boys 4. Oh, boy. They are back. Mike Lowry, played by Will Smith, and Marcus Burnett, played by Martin Lawrence. They're going to reunite for another explosive adventure. I'm hoping maybe together they can solve the mystery of whether or not Will Smith is actually married to Jana Pickett. Pickett, And if so, where did she hide his balls? I mean, that's us all. We, we need to figure that out because... I mean, this, this is this is the only way he could get back in a movie because nobody's taking him. And I mean, you know, is this going to work for him, him, Lamar? I mean, do you I think that is the will I the public like is the public going to give him another chance? I, I feel like everybody gets a second chance in yeah. America. Why? Why would Will not be um, yeah. included Listen. in that? I'm wishing him luck, man. I'm wishing him. Listen, he's already paid his, he's paid his, his penalty. He's hooked up with this crazy woman. He's paid his penalty. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, wow. I, mean, I, I think we, I mean, my gosh, you know, doesn't it, um, doesn't it feel at this point that will is being punished, not for the slap, but for uh, that? Yes. Yeah. Because, yes, you know, exactly right. you know what, before the slap, we had we had a vision of who he was and what the situation was. And that was what the vision. And now all of that's gone. The veneer is completely gone because, you know, he hits Chris Rock and then this whole craziness yeah. with his marriage. Yeah, but it's, it's the Jada thing now. It's yeah. when people yeah. t- when you hear people talking about Will, they're, they don't say, oh, I just cannot believe he slapped Chris Rock. They're like, what? Why? What's that marriage? It's so, yeah. you know what? The the multiple plot twists of Will Smith's career in this chapter, <sighs> who saw any of this coming? Seriously. No, no, nobody. I mean, nobody. All right. Now here's one. Here's one. The Bike Riders. And I've seen the previews for this. This is a movie based on a photo book that is made up of actual pictures of a Chicago motorcycle club that was shot by one of its members. Now, the movie is a fictional story of the rise of the club over 10 years, but it was an actual club. I'm going to say one thing and one thing only. The movie stars Tom Hardy. That's that's the reason enough to yeah, go see it. I'm, I'm in. You know yep. he's going to milk it. You know I'm he's going to milk every ounce out of that. I mean, oh, he's unbelievable. Here's one I'm excited about. A Quiet Place, Day One. You know what I'm talking about, A Quiet Place? John Krasinski? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so we're finally going to see what happened. Yes. Except for the first few minutes of the second movie, we have no idea what actually happened. You remember the second movie showed us the starting of the attack, and then it went straight back on into the present time movie. This is going to show you what exactly happened on day one. Uh, all the alien attack and all of that. Uh, the first two were edge of the seat thrilling. They were excellent movies. I have no reason to expect any less from this one. And on top of this, this was coming out in 2024. There's going to be a fourth one, which will be a quiet place three. It'll be after two. It's coming out in 2025. I'm interested to see if you can keep this going, but it has been so good for so long. I'm my, my money's on it. My money's on it. It really is. When I first saw a quiet place, it, Mm. I mean, I was like, I don't think I blinked. I was on the edge of my seat 
And I was as scared as I could be because a lot of times when you're watching a movie, you're, you're like, well, that was really scary, but that wouldn't happen. Or I would never find myself in a research submarine or yeah. um, doing a spacewalk or going into the basement of the haunted chainsaw house. Like there's a lot of stuff you can't imagine yourself doing it. Right. Yeah. The problem yeah. with a quiet place was it happened to everybody. And Lamar, you mm. and me, our kids, you think we're lasting a day in a quiet Lamar, you at you last in a day in a quiet place. I, a day? I wouldn't last 15 minutes because I couldn't shut Seth, I mean, seriously. They, they would see. <laughs> Thank you for your man. self-awareness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Me neither. Everybody, I, right I would just say to everybody, run, save yourself because I'm, I'm doomed. I'm doomed. Now, that brings us to July. There's a few movies in July I'm going to touch base on. Despicable Me 4. Now, I feel like we discovered that a Minion movie with Minions alone is too much Minions. Okay? Too much Minions. I love a Minion, but that was too much. Small doses, I, though. Small I fully doses. expect this one to turn it back around to what we enjoyed so much about the first couple. I, I really think, I think they're going to get this back together. I hope I'm right. Twisters. This was supposed to be a remake of the 1996 disaster movie, Twister. Do y'all remember this? Oh, yeah. In fact, um, in, um, Philip Seymour Hoffman uh, was in it and uh, Helen was Hunt. Was Helen Hunt? Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. Either, was it Bill, Bill, Bill Paxton? Bill, Bill Paxton. Was Bill it Paxton. Bill Paxton. They actually, in uh, uh, Universal Studios, they had a ride called Twisters. Where you went, th you you held on to this place or whatever, and then all the stuff went around you, and it was really cool. Um, but but now they've changed it to a sequel. Now it's being called a new chapter. What that means is anybody's guess. This could be this new level of a disaster movie, or it could wind up being a disaster at the box office. I don't know. Only time will tell on this. I think they're taking a chance. So here's Lamar. the one. Wait, Lamar, yes. my. I can't believe this just happened in my brain. My expectations for Hollywood are so low that when you said Twister, I thought, oh, how are they making a movie out of that game? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that movie. Oh, don't give anybody any ideas, Sherry. <sighs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's true. I mean, y'all pulled shit. off Jumanji, but let me see a really yeah. exciting movie based on Twister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, this last one. This last one is going to be the movie, the movie, the money maker of the year, Deadpool three. This it's is Ryan one Reynolds. A yeah. lot of us have been waiting on for years. Deadpool is back, and this time, so is Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. It's going to be in Deadpool three, and this is the first Deadpool since Disney bought Fox. So the big question is. How is the Marvel Universe's PG-13 tone that Disney has going on, how is that going to mix with Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool R-rated humor? I, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to yeah. try to calm that down. or I don't think they can calm it down with Ryan Reynolds. I don't think he'll go for that. I, I mean, I really don't. Um, and another thing is, how do they explain Wolverine's return after Logan? Because Wolverine died in Logan. 
but they've been going oh. back and forth so much over the years. <laughs> Him and Ryan Reynolds have been going back and forth so much. This was a genius move because, you know, people expect yeah. something crazy and this is crazy. You know, Lamar, with some of these franchises, um, by the time the next movie comes out, unless you're super hardcore in the fandom, you do find yourself going, wait, I thought he died. Maybe I guess I, I guess he didn't. You know what? Like For enough me, time goes they, by. They, yeah. yeah. They don't have to explain it to me. I'm just happy he's back. So anyway, it looks like the first half of the year is pretty exciting. And I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Talking Lamar. Now, you have something to look forward to and a few you need to avoid. I hope you got something out of this episode. If you didn't, don't give up. There's another one coming. You know how I hate a quitter. Talk to you all next time. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Lamar, the Oddcast, and the Bob and Sherry podcast. We would really love it if you would subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.